when did you go watch it, Harry? Uh, Maya Theater. I said when, not where. Oh, when? Yeah, when? Today. Today, look at this dedication. See, this this goes out to all the people that don't like you being on the show. Like this man, he's got dedication, bro. This who he wanted to, you know, he knew we were doing the podcast review for Venom, Let There Be Carnage Tonight. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go watch it before I go to work. You went to there by yourself? By myself. By yourself. How was that? Because I've gotten shit from Gucci in the past. Like, he made me just feel like the most pathetic person in the world for going to the movies alone. That was, it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty pathetic yeah. of you to go to the movies alone, though. though. Huh? It's pretty pathetic of you to go to the movies alone, though. I'm a pathetic-ass person. Yeah, it's about time you started addressing it. You know, and on that yeah. note, welcome to the show. <laughs> riding high, We're riding high into this into this episode. Uh, it's going to be our. You know, people have been clamoring for it. People have been asking, "Where's your guys' Venom review?" By people, I mean one person, mm-hmm. and that's not for me, Susan. Shout out to Susan, that sweetheart of a, of a lady, you know, Susan, we know you're listening and Susan's been with us. Andy, her husband. Shout out to him too. He didn't say anything on Twitter, so I wasn't going to shout him out, but Hey, I guess we're just shouting out everybody now, but shout out to Susan (laughs) and Andy. You guys, you know, they've been longtime listeners and, you know, we really do appreciate you guys listening and uh, thank you so much. We do this for you guys. Um, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, sequel to 2018's Venom. Harry, I think you told me that you just saw Venom, the first one, like, or just rewatched it again, like, the yeah, other night. like okay. a few days ago. I had completely forgotten kind of about this movie, you know, the first Venom I thought was okay. So tell me what your thoughts on the first Venom were. I really liked Venom's character. He was funny, man. Yeah, like the banter, fun. the banter with him and Eddie. Yeah, that was him getting to know Venom, and you know when he comes to find out, he gets comfortable with them. And like, I, th- I thought it was pretty funny. That's good. You enjoyed it. You thought the story and everything was good too. Yeah, yeah. Jess, did you like? I had completely forgotten most of that movie, and in this movie, they really do refer back to a lot of the stuff that happened in the first one. And there was a lot of shit that I forgot. Like, have you ever, have you rewatched Venom, the first Venom since it came out or no? Yeah, I have. So that's why I think I got all the callbacks. I think that's definitely, this movie does heavily rely on callbacks. Um, from all the way from Mrs. Chen. I really hope that's her fucking name. Cause it is. I just made it up is. an Asian it name. Is. It is. <laughs> it's okay. Gonna be two for two. For this. Yeah, this is in our Shang-Chi review. Okay. You don't have to worry about being racist on this one. Okay, so full fledged doors open, huh? <laughs> Just kidding, but um, yeah, there's a lot of callbacks, which kind of makes sense. It's a fucking sequel. It's not a standalone film. Sony's not like Marvel; they expect you to watch the first one. If you didn't watch the first one, you have no business watching this movie. <laughs> if you didn't watch the first one and you watch this movie, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of how Sony treated you. Sony was like, "Here, man, we're gonna have a bunch of inside jokes, 
And if you didn't watch the movie, the first one, well, then, you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> You're in the air like, with this one. <laughs> I had completely forgotten that his fiance knew about Venom and stuff. Like, like major plot oh, points. Oh, she, she was literally she-Venom. I, I didn't like, even remember you... that happened in the first one. She was talking to Venom. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I didn't, I didn't remember. Like, like when she started referring to Venom and stuff, I was like, she fucking knows. Like, dude, I, yeah. they had like I a weird had... makeout scene. They did I... in the first movie. Oh, they they had a weird scene. in the forest. <laughs> she, she, she refers to it. She's like, oh, we're not doing that anymore. Maybe it's fun though. Like, as she's driving away, but um. Yeah, dude, I just completely forgot about it. Like, I remember, I remember, like, you know, Tom Hardy, Venom. I remember liking the character. I remember liking. I hope you remember Tom Hardy. He was the <laughs> main character. That's, that's, that's and I remember when when that when when so Venom came out in 2018. It was three years ago, and he's you know he I think he, in an interview he said that like he kind of just did it because his kids were fans. So that's why he kind of just, you know, he decided to be in there because of that. And, you know, I remember it did kind of catch on uh, back then. Like, it it was pretty big. Like, I wouldn't say, like, you know, I don't know how much money or whatever it made. But, like, I remember it being pretty popular. Um, I remember that. You guys remember that Eminem song that came out with it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something, something, Venom, you know, goes like that. Yeah, that song song was nice. The video of that song was pretty good, too. Good. Um... So let there be carnage, Jess. You're not allowed to watch a movie and like review it the next day, because you fucking. I, I really liked it, but here's my thing, though. I I really do feel like if you don't remember the first movie, there's a lot lost on you for it. So I think I think for you to say you didn't like, I really remember the first movie. I thought this was like a true sequel. It literally takes place like. A year you know, later, I think that's like what they say. Hey, yeah, it like picks up. Like, hey, Eddie's like, if you don't remember all the shit, that, like, you didn't even remember those was she venom, so you yeah. can't like. Well, no, no, no. Like, I like all that stuff aside, callback and stuff aside. I'm talking more so about story and that was a nice stuff. Story. I I, I think it was, was pretty. I thought this was okay, but okay, let's jump into it. Um, okay. go ahead, you guys. Let's let's talk about what we liked first, then we'll talk about things that we didn't like. And then, um, you know, we'll give our review and stuff at the end. So stuff you like, Jess, you lead us off. So I really like what they do with Carnage. Um, they kind of took liberties. They pulled the page out of the Marvel book where they took it. So how this starts off is Woody Harrelson's characters. Um, it's 1996, I think, is when it starts off. By the way, 1996, it starts off at St. Estes' kids for the troubled or whatever the fuck that place is called. Um but that's where like he's there with Shriek at his and then like they're talking to each other and they take Shriek away because she's talking about her mutations getting stronger. First, them actually saying mutations. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of just full fledged opening the book on Marvel's ready, man. They're getting ready. They're getting ready because you've been, you've been asking so for it. I've been, and they did Shriek. And then, so yeah, this goes back to 1996. By the way, Woody Harrelson was 36 years old in 1996. We don't How old do you think Woody Harrelson is, guys? Come on. My math is not that good. 1996 was 15 years ago. He was 36 back then, so he's, what, 50? Oh, it's got about, like, 23 years right now to it. Did you say 1996 was 15 years ago? It was like 23, 23, 24 years ago. I told you, I, I let off by saying 36, 24, probably, like, close to 60, you know? 
He's 60 years old. God damn, damn Woody's hair also that, 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that character that he pulled off, man, Carnage. So, yeah. <laughs> so it starts off there, kind of like they have, he's there and Shriek's kind of like his girlfriend. And then they take her away. And they're taking her away. A cop shoots her in the eye, which might have been Like, they can't kill. put, they know her powers. Like, they can't put, like, something to, they put her back there with one cop. Like you want, like they should have gagged her. Right? They should. I would. I would say so. But then again, she said her powers were enhancing. So, like, did they not know about the shrieking just yet? No clue. So they're taking so, her to Ravencroft. This is the type of stuff. Uh-huh. Ravencroft is basically Arkham Asylum for Marvel, minus like. So they treat. It, it's in New York, and they treat a uh, criminally insane people. So that's where they take her, and you know they split these two up. Then it kind of like jumps forward to the future. Eddie's living with Brock. They're kind of like having this. Um, Did you say Eddie's living kind of, with Brock? I meant fucking Venom. Venom. Yeah. Damn it. There it is. There it is. Venom and, Venom and Eddie Brock are living together. And then uh, they've kind of got this, you know, they, they kind of emphasize that symbiotic relationship again. Um, he's eating chickens and chocolate, and he says, "I forget the chemical that he needs to live." Simple, or something. Or something. Yeah, and I think this like they do a lot of the callbacks. They go to Mrs. Chain's store. He's living off of chocolate. He wants to eat brains. Blah blah blah. Fast forward a little bit. I think it picks up again when you see Woody Harrelson's first char- um, his character appearance. So he's at San Quentin. And then you can kind of see in this one, um, Eddie's now employed for the Daily Bugle. Daily Bugle. There you go. West Coast Edition. West Coast Edition. Daily Bugle is who Spider-Man, a.k.a. Peter Parker, a.k.a. Tom Holland, is employed for. But this is like... Not yet. Tom Holland's still in high school. Yeah, you know what I meant. Sorry, not Tom Holland. I guess Peter Parker then. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of where... Yeah, I think I felt like the movie picked up right there. For me, it's fast paced. It's only like eighty something minutes. So there's. Uh So they go in. He does this interview. So this kind of shows you how like Venom enhances Eddie when he does like the first interview. He he's helping him draw just based off of everything he saw from his memory, everything that um was in the cell. For, uh, so why is Woody Harrelson reaching out to Eddie? Is he is he using Eddie to put out like quotes and stuff in the newspaper that he knows that Shriek is going to be reading? Is that how he's? Is that why he's using him, or is there other reasons why he's using him? Can you explain? I that? think that seems to be the intent. He's trying to like make these haikus about, um, like just like I really do feel like it's just messages that he feels like he's sending out to her. But then again, I don't think he knows she's alive until later on. So I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I so don't that's, know. that's he that's, said that he liked Eddie's. You, you hear that like later on in the film where he talks about he knows he, he knows a lot of stuff about Eddie. I don't know how he knows it, but he knows that like Eddie had and an Harry, abusive past. If you ever like murder somebody, I God, I will. I hope you never do. But mm-hmm. in case you ever do murder somebody, murder a few people. Let's mm-hmm. say. And you're in prison. Would you write down the location of where the bodies are buried or draw it out on your prison cell? Probably not. Okay. 
So the Venom uh, memory thing that, you know, Venom does, which I thought was really cool. Oh, yeah, that was that was pretty neat. He was like, so, he take over, just drying it for him. Yeah, and he's, like, drying it out to him multiple times, and then, like, Eddie's still not getting it, and then Venom's like, all right, stupid. I, he, literally, he literally draws it out, Googles a map, and then says, like, hey, this is the beach that they're at. Rodeo Beach, I think it was, which is, like, in Marin County. And so these bodies of these – so so Cletus is in prison because he's want, he, he's on trial for murders or something, and then they were looking for the bodies. And so they find the bodies because of that. Eddie takes all the credit for it. That detective's a little butthurt about it because he had told him, like, if you get any leads, you tell me first. But So Eddie is back, but then – That detective is Patrick Mulligan, by the way. Is he related to Mark Wahlberg in any way? Because that guy reminds me of Mark Wahlberg so much. But, but okay. So, can can you like? I'm 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 curious here. Stephen Graham's his name. It's, uh, I'm assuming not related to Wahlberg. But like, I'm 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 just curious. Can you guys help me answer? These were some of the questions that were going through my mind as I was watching this. Like, okay, so why is Cletus using Eddie? Okay, maybe he's using it to communicate with her. But Jess, you said he didn't even know that she was alive. Yeah, because, he yeah, nobody. The de- the de- to- exactly. The, the detective didn't even know she was alive. He shot her in the head, and um, Cletus is on trial. But then he, it, after it gets revealed, they're like, "Hey, we're doing the death penalty." So, what's the point of all of that? I, I think it's he wants his story out there, and he tells you that at the end, kind of. He he wants. He tells he tells um, he tells Eddie Brock's character everything that happened with him about how he pushed his grandma down the stairs and how he killed his mom, which his dad is. beat him to almost death. So that's kind of the grandma stairs thing is right from the comics. But then what he's trying to get at is he was abused as a kid, so he's trying to say like he was he's not mentally all there, like he was just like psychotically like like. Which does not, by the way, grant you freedom justify. to yeah, kill like, I'm a not... bunch of people and bury them at Redondo. Pushing your grandma down the stairs. stairs. Yeah, but he said they beat him and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're not going to mm-hmm. sympathize with you. Okay, you killed the people that abused you, but then you also murdered other Killed a bunch of other fucking people. <laughs> but um, okay. what, one thing that was predictable, I, I saw the split up coming. I saw... Um, I don't know how you guys, if you guys saw that coming or not. I knew there was going to be a split up and a get back together. And I knew well, the Venom? split up was going to happen right. Like, that was just predictable, right? The Ven- Venom? They Venom said and Eddie, yeah, bro? yeah, Venom and Eddie, yeah. You, you know they were going to split up. I was honestly expecting them to stay split up until, like, fucking Carnage was like, but then I guess Carnage would have killed him way too easily if he didn't have the symbiote on him at the time that he met up with well, him. Well, I mean, they, they they did that pretty good. I mean, as soon as she got to Eddie Brock after she went over to the store with Mrs. Chen, she found Venom, came back, met up with Eddie, and that's when um, Eddie Brock ran into Cletus. And right before that, we're jumping all over the place, but right before that, they had that, he, had to, he has that party, he attends a rave or something. Oh, yeah. It's like a Halloween and, uh, party looking thing. It was like a, that shit was tight. <laughs> like you see man with like the glow, <laughs> the hula hoops, and gives like a giant speech. Um, I thought that was pretty cool how he oh, did he that. Did but um, 
other than that, like, I really feel like one of the, one of the cool parts about that was you kind of see what he he's tired of being hidden and stuff by um, by Eddie, and that kind of kind of hints towards the ending and stuff where like they're pretty much on the run together. I think so. I thought that was pretty neat. What did you think about that rave thing? The rave thing? Yeah. I thought I thought that was pretty neat too. He got to he got to actually like he wasn't hiding. He actually got to be out there and people appreciated. I'm sure people didn't know it was like an actual, you know, alien. They thought it was a costume cuz it was like a costume party, but he felt like he was free for a little bit. He didn't have to live inside Eddie Brock, you know. Or live a certain character. He could be himself. And I think what made that shit even more neat was like, um, as much as he didn't need to be Eddie, you saw that he... So what they changed kind of diverged from in the comics and this was in the comics is it can pretty much attach to anybody. But in this one, he needs a compatible... And I thought that was a change sometimes to make these changes in the movies from the comics that work out a little bit better. So... One of the biggest changes in this versus the um, comics is the symbiote has to be compatible with the person. And for some reason, he is compatible with Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Brock, he can live with him. Everybody else, as you can see, like they start dying because they can't handle having the symbiote with them. Yeah, exactly. Like, like they said it. Like um, Venom said in the first, in the first Venom, he was like. You think you chose us? I chose you, Eddie Brock. You know, so I mean, he probably had, which, he already, which is necessarily not true, because he needs Eddie just as much as he needs him. <clears throat> the um, other neat part about kind of like this was the whole storyline of them like being without each other, and then he has to kind of they got to like kill. Um, two birds with one stone was he he gets to do like this after that rave scene and everything like that you you see Eddie, Eddie he still misses Eddie because towards the end he's like Eddie you should have seen me you know he would have he he wanted Eddie to be there at that rave and yeah like after the speech when he, he's just all he by himself it. yeah yeah he's yeah. like Eddie would have been happy. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what kind of rave you're at, but like, I would have probably saw Venom and been like, "That's not a costume." I've, I've never <laughs> been to a rave. Those people are on a lot of drugs, I'm assuming. So maybe, maybe yeah, that's, that's but. That's... But no, I granted that was a cool scene, but you know, yeah, it, it was cool. There's a lot of good parts of this movie. I really liked the relationship with. Uh, Tom Hardy and Venom you know he voices Venom as well and you know that's some that's crazy acting because he's literally like you know just acting with himself when you know because Venom obviously is all CGI and um, I think what uh, Andy Serkis the director who I didn't know directed this Andy Serkis just yeah I knew he directed it which is perfect because Who's who? Who else is better at doing motion capture than him? He's probably the best. He's probably the greatest motion capture guy we got. Uh, Gollum, Caesar. I'm not gonna mention Snoke, but Snoke. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I'm not um, mentioning. But yes, 
Um, but so, you know, and he said what Tom Hardy had actually done was he recorded all of the all of Venom's dialogue and he had a little um, air, like an AirPod or whatever in his ear. And during the scenes, you know, that's how he used it to act those scenes out. And, um, you know, that's about it that I liked about that movie. Or That was know. it. That's the only thing. You <laughs> okay, Carnage. So, Let's talk about Carnage real quick because I remember just remember with the 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 old Sam Raimi Spider Man movies, it was rumored that Carnage was going to be in the Spider Man Four, which never got made. Um, so you know people have kind of been clamoring for Carnage. You, you know, you're more of the comic book guy. Was how they portrayed Carnage kind of similar or kind of how it is out of the comics? I, I feel like Carnage was like he he the thing is it's cletus cassidy that makes carnage so cletus is this psychopath and he's had this crazy backstory and then you kind of see that when he's in that gas station scene where he just shows up and brutally face down face stomps like the attendant oh yeah kills him for no yeah so so there's that psycho Cletus guy. And there's another line in the film where he goes, I was a murderer without, with or without the the carnage, like the symbiote, you know? So I honestly felt like Woody Harrelson did great with his character. He did. He, um, the one take is like, Carnage was kicking Venom's ass for most of the film. Um, and I think maybe some people would be mad, like, that's it. He's a one-off and they kill him or whatever. But I think even in one of the comics, like Venom literally like eats the symbiote and like has him join back in with him. I think Eddie Brock was in the same jail um, as, so another thing that they took a liberty with was he doesn't meet Shriek in the comics back at some home. He meets Shriek at Ravencroft. He's already there. Mm -hmm. So he's breaking out and that's when he runs into Shriek and they ally. So they kind of changed that up. But um, uh, so I I really feel like Carnage's whole thing is just what makes him crazier with that symbol yeah, uh, with the symbol you know what I'm trying to say um, is that it's him himself he's a psychopath and yeah and I had that thought when I was watching it because what kind of makes Venom Venom is also Eddie Eddie puts these rules on him and restraints on him and that's kind of what makes them that. So, you know, that's what I was thinking. Like, hey, if Venom ever went on somebody that's like Cletus. a psychopath, like Cletus, you know, yeah. that's kind of what we would get. Exactly. And there's no, I mean, that I can remember from the movies or anything where they go, the red, you know, he has a scene where he goes, oh, he's a red one. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was watching a breakdown video that, like, he was, the, the, in the breakdown video, they said, like, the red one just means that like Venom sees them and thinks that like they're on complete symbiosis or whatever. So that's why it, it kind of freaks him out. But then later on, you know, when they're fighting and stuff, he sees that they're not completely symbiotic. Cause you know, that last fight. Cause, kind of... Yeah. Cause Cletus and Carnage are not really compatible. It's basically yeah. what it came down to. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so we jumped apart over like a, big mid portion of this movie but there isn't really you know like it's it's literally 
we see how, you know, Cletus becomes carnage and then it's him kind of working on breaking out Shriek. And then while that's happening, Eddie and Venom are just going through their stuff, you know, trying to get back on the same page and then quitting. And like, so, so I, again, this is my, this might've been like the big part of the first movie, but like Venom needs like a specific host. Cause he, when he's, so he's just going around killing those people, right? Like who don't, who aren't compatible with them. Yeah. So like, I, I kind of brought that up earlier. Um, I don't think he's killing them, but they just can't like, cause they don't know, you know, it goes back to compatibility. Cause, Eddie knows like what he needs to survive, you know. Yeah, I think not even that too. I think he has to have a host that. So they changed that up from the comics, where, um, and they kind of show that in the first one a little bit when they do try to combining Venom with all these different homeless people that they keep killing, mm-hmm. and then they finally combine him with Venom, and he actually survives somehow. So in the comics, Venom can jump from anybody, I think, to anybody. But so what they kind of moved, changed up in the movie thing is he needs. He can only combine with certain people, I think. Yeah, and then Eddie, the... obviously, is that person. Yeah. Um, Character-wise, what did you guys... Uh, we, we already talked about Tom Hardy, stud, solid. Uh, Woody Harrelson, Harry, uh, you know, I think me and Jess were kind of praising him. You would agree, too? Woody yeah. Harrelson. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Woody Harrelson, he did a great job. And they did ditch that curly-ass red afro thing that he had in the post credit scene of the first venom remember that that shit looked ridiculous oh yes and um i think this movie has like the perfect use of the one f-bomb a pg-13 film gets Mm -hmm. so you know um kind of just jumping around and by the way i saw i I saw the shriek thing happening because i knew sound waves was one of the things that like fox was so they used fire, which was one of the things in the first film. So I knew in this one they couldn't really go with fire. So they went with the other thing that really messes with Venom is the and if you you guys can remember from Spider Man Frequencies, 3, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When Spider-Man that's how it kinda helps um the Venom symbiote get off of Tony uh get off of Toby Maguire's Spider Man character was the church bells and stuff. So I already saw the shriek thing happening and you kinda see a little bit of a a hint to it when she uses her powers when they're getting out of Ravencroft and then like Carnage kind of tells um, Cletus' character yeah yeah if she does it again I'm gonna have to shut her up or something like that yeah he said he's gonna eat her I I don't know if he said he's gonna bite her head off or something like that some type of violence towards yeah yes and then so you know, after like towards the end when they're when all that stuff happens, they have their fight scene. Bitch, by the way, one of the other best one-liners was so he, Cletus pretty much thinks he's an offspring of um, Venom, which he is, and which makes me think so like fucking Eddie cannot bleed on anyone at any point at time, right? Like because yeah, he's just that's, gonna these are, like these are the things that I'm saying here. Like Eddie has just like like. Yeah, he can't. He can't go to the hospital. He can't get blood. Um, you know, like if Eddie was a woman, he couldn't have a period. Like I, I don't know. Things are just like <laughs> fuck. Like, or I don't know if I should leave that tampons. in, but I, I, I think I will. It's just very graphic, and but you know, uh, yeah, I think you you have a point there. Um, um, oh shit! It's a red one. <laughs> 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 so I guess what I'm trying to get at was like 
Damn. But one of the one-liners there, I think, was really – so his whole thing is he thinks he's the offspring of – um. Venom. And how yeah. fucked up is that, man? Like Carnage. Carnage is, is finally, saying that. Carnage, yeah, Carnage that is saying thing. that he's the offspring of Venom. And I'm going to, like, hump, jump around again. But, like, all the people are there to see him die. Like, oh, they're finally going to get peace. They found the murderer's bodies. And then, no, Cletus turns into Carnage and just kills everybody. Yeah. He kills all of them. Kills all the family members of the people that were murdered. Yeah, that was that crazy. Was, uh, yeah. He set but, all the um, other prisoners free. So, yeah, back to what I'm trying to get out with that offspring line was he, he, he calls him father, and then I think they had that priest there. They did that just for that one line, and he goes, "Time to die, father." And yeah. then he looks at the priest, and he goes, "Not, not you, father." <laughs> but then he ends up killing him, though. He bites his head off. Eventually. He does bite it. He says, "Power up, like Mario," and he just like. Mm-hmm. But the best place to f bomb was like towards the end when you know their whole thing happens with Shriek, Shriek. Uh, so Carnage is like. Carnage tries to kill Shriek pretty much, and then Shriek gets her thing going with the sound waves, does a thing to disrupt them. And uh, when Venom, like, eventually has, when Eddie has uh, Cletus, and Cletus is like, you know, it's bad journalism. You never told my part of the story. You always, you told about everything else I did, but you didn't talk about what happened to me. And I thought we could be friends. And then Venom just goes, fuck this guy. And he eats his head. (laughs) Perfect placing of the, like, this it's rare that the f i think the other time i saw an f-bomb play so perfectly was probably x-men future days of the future days past of future or... past where he tells them that they meet him at the bar and they're like hey we're trying to get you know some people together and wolverine just goes fuck off yeah. perfect perfect i think this f off i think this f-bomb was just as good he was like fuck this guy <laughs> he just, just like, bites his, his head, head off yeah. bites his head off and then you know um, like uh, Captain Morgan, I think towards the end you can see he's going to be toxin. So what happens be... with him? At what point? Like what did he? What what happened with him? Why why did he get kind of like the or mutation or like the sim, sim, symbiosis with him? Like what what happened there? That 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 left me with some questions. So in the comics, it is Morgan himself that becomes toxin, which is another symbiote. Um, I think they're going to have to go into it in Venom Three because I don't know at what point he gets transferred a symbiote I, it couldn't have been it couldn't have been shriek because you know she didn't have those powers yeah because she was the one that was fucking him up yeah so but that's I, I don't know what happened at what point he got that and or when that happened but i don't know if she did something to See, like, but it. The, these these are but the they'll things. explain that in the third film dog like why, why are you so- <laughs> I, I i get that but it was not just this like i still don't get cletus all i wanted was your friendship with eddie like i i thought you oh, know, yeah. for me I, I i need a for me when there's a villain in a movie i need them to kind of have a motive for them to mean anything otherwise they're just gonna be kind of like a generic film villain yes uh cletus had a motive like he wanted to break his lady out and then do all of that the Eddie, like why using Eddie, going through Eddie, doing all of that stuff, which is kind of confusing me today and explain it well enough, I would say. And, um, you know, like when, when it, if it's a really good movie and I really enjoy it, I could overlook a lot of things. But for this one, for me, I personally, Harry, I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. But for me, I thought this movie was okay. 
I thought it had the good moments. The best moments were the the banter between Tom Hardy and, you know, Venom. I thought that was cool. Venom, you know, at the rave aesthetically looked cool with him having all the glow sticks and stuff on. Um, yeah, that part was, that scene was pretty great. And like, but, you know, the whole thing with his fiance and the doctor I thought was whatever. And um, just like That's- Cletus and Shriek. Okay. Like when they got out, I thought that was cool. Carnage overall, you know, he was a bad motherfucker. I, I liked that. Like that, you know, the design, the design of his was pretty true to the look in the comics, right? Yeah. He's like a slimmer. Crazier, yeah. So, it looked pretty devilish. Yeah, but th- I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't captivate me. Like, it, it felt like, you know, like, like I remember, Jess, I was on the phone with you after you saw it, and I said, hey, two of the most recent mo- superhero movies that came out, Suicide Squad and Shang-Chi. Is it better than any of them? And you had said it was better than Shang-Chi, but not, a- not as, you know, good as Suicide Squad. And I would say, just me personally, that may have been recency bias. That's what I was telling you. Like, you need like a day or two in between. <laughs> Harry, you saw it today. You just saw this movie today. And you mm-hmm. saw it in 3D. How is it in 3D? Is this 2008? What are you doing watching movies in 3D? Hey, look, man. I had to get ready for the podcast. I was the earliest show before work I can go to. Okay? Dedication. Yes. So I didn't even know until I got there. So I saw three. That's three D. She's like, I have another one at eleven forty. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna be late. Let's do three D. I just sitting pretty cool. by himself alone <laughs> in a movie theater. With 3D no, <laughs> how, how was it no, in three no, D? Like, did, were the things coming out? Because like Venom, you know, he always pops yeah, out and talks. Yeah. How was that? That was pretty neat. I think I think if I was high, it would have tripped me out, but it was pretty cool. That's good. I'm glad you were sober. And um, you know, like so. I like when I like the Venom punches Dan when yeah. when he goes or, back or into Eddie Brock. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a good call. I really feel like if you had been fresh in your head about Venom, because this movie really was just like, man, I'm gonna just go with the fact that you saw the first film and just do mm-hmm. a lot of. No, shit I don't. I don't think it. so because the first one I didn't like it that much either. I thought it was okay. I I, I did was... I did think the first one was funnier. The little you know communication between venom and um eddie brock mm-hmm. they had some pretty funny moments yeah i, I guess taste their own i really thought venom was cool i think he's like another deadpool but sony's like no exactly yeah he, yeah he's pretty he's funny characters and i i think to make venom work without spider-man in itself and still be interesting is pretty um pretty impressive. It but is talking about Spider Man. Talking right, about let's Spider-Man, jump into the post credits. The oh, best yeah. part of this film to me was that post credit scene. That's saying something. But it's also one of the best post credit scenes, I would say. Oh yeah. This is the most meaningful so basically like they're having a conversation, Venom says, Hey man, I have like years and years, thousands of years of knowledge you're not ready for. So they're about to do like this mind melt thing and then next thing you know, some people are like um contemplating, Oh, is it because he was trying to share all this information and da, 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 da. to me I feel like it's because Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. And then yeah. he licks the screen. Yeah, so the the room changes and 
what <laughs> happens is they've merged into another reality. They've merged into our MCU reality. So now we have Venom in the MCU. And this is big, boys. This is big because I think I think it is rumored that Venom might be in Far From Home or oh, No Way he, Home. He, I mean, he's going to be there. Yeah. So one thing that they keep mentioning over and over is Lethal Protector. So the Lethal Protector is actually a storyline in the comics where Eddie Brock teams up with Spider-Man in San Francisco. So what I see or anticipate in that movie is you're going to see Eddie and Venom and then, you know, just like Eddie kept Venom from eating like people, he's probably going to keep Venom from eating Spider-Man. Maybe at first they'll have a fight or something he'll attach on. That's where he'll get that white spider emblem just to do you think we see venom merge with tom holland yeah i think that's how he gets the emblem that'd be dope but i I, i'm excited i think i i really i mean i would say this film is probably i liked it man i I feel like it's better than some of the marvel films oh yeah i thought the sequel was pretty great Went, yeah. It went with the first one really good. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good as sequels go. Like sequels are generally disappointing. I thought this was actually a better than the original, just because I felt like the villain and Woody Harrelson was a better villain than the first film because they had Riot, I think, in the first film, and yeah. I think Carnage was a lot better villain. Um, overall, it was cool. I think Carnage. Yeah, his, his end game wasn't like as good as. He didn't really have an endgame. His shit was just he wanted to marry Shriek, kill Eddie Brock, kill the cop, and kill... Um, that, was, that was pretty much it. Venom. Those three. That was pretty much yeah. his plan. I don't think he had a plan after that, which makes sense. Because this guy is a psychopath. Yeah. yeah so. Because I think he even says, uh, towards the end, Cletus, he tells Eddie Brock he's he's not a bad guy. I think I'm... Hopefully I'm saying it right. But he says he's not a bad guy. He's a vengeful man. Because he wanted to... He wanted he, vengeance he of the, whatever happened, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, okay, dude, you had a fucked up childhood. I get it, dog. But you can't just, like, face stomp just gas killing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that poor guy, everybody. boo? He was just trying to attend you. You walked out in India. He, that guy, <laughs> that gas attendant, was here from India on a student visa. You know, like, he was in school, working here. To be an engineer. Yeah, to be an engineer providing for his family, he was sending money back home. Woody Harrelson, then, you know, jumps on the then, counter. Yeah, and then like, are, it, are you just heartbroken because he's Indian? His like, family <laughs> back home had to get the news that like, you know, his mom and dad were just there, and then they got the news like from one of his friends, like guys, he was Abhishek Nehiraha. No, <laughs> exactly. But no, I don't know, dude. I don't know what it is. Like I said, I like the character. So that's why I'm excited that the character is going to be coming into the MCU. And Deadpool's coming into the MCU down the road. The X-Men are coming. All of this is happening. This is like the first, you know, we, we've been just, we, we've been, we've been seeing, you know, with the Loki, the, the, the reality changes. And then, you know, with the Doctor Strange in there, this is kind of like, you know, we in, in the No Way Home trailers, We've seen, you know, Doc Ock and all of them coming back. This is kind of putting, cementing that even more. And it's not going to just stop here. We're going to slowly start to get more of them. So it is exciting. That's the part that excited me the most 
the that end credit scene probably bumped it up from a 6.5 to a 7 for me but overall this felt like a lower grade superhero film to me i don't know why i don't know why but when i was watching it like yes the comedy was okay i i've been wanting to talk to you about this yes when he was eddie eddie what does that remind you of Eddie Murphy's bit about uh okay delirious yes Eddie Eddie but um I don't know man the story I thought was okay you know and I and this I shows... want half Eddie <laughs> there it is <laughs> there it is this this shows you you know like okay what what would you Harry what would you rate this movie I'd give it a 7.5. Oh, nobody gives a fuck what you rated it. I'd give it a 7.5. That's it, you know. And you enjoyed it. You you said you thoroughly did, it. Was, there, was there anything you didn't like? Uh, no, I thought it was a really good film overall. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head right now that I didn't like. You fucking saw it today. <laughs> I did see it today, but I can't. I can't really decide if I didn't like anything. I thought overall it was a really good film. You enjoyed it. You went to the mm-hmm. theaters. You enjoyed it. Did you have popcorn? No, I did not. I went there, sat down, watched the movie. Went to work. <laughs> I had your three D glasses on. <laughs> I wish I. Hey, next time you watch now, a three D movie, watch. Next time you watch a three D movie. <laughs> I, I can't do 3D films. They, they like it's they not 2008. My, like, I, I will watch a 3D film, and the next 3D film I watch will be James fucking Cameron's Avatar. Avatar. Cause he, he's saying his shit's gonna be like next, like like the fucking the fucking Navi. You're gonna come out of the screen and jerk you off and shit. Like it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be that type of shit, huh? That's well, this, was, this wasn't this wasn't nowhere near that. What are you working on? I mean, now trying to jerk me off, no? <laughs> <laughs> you know. But no, okay. by the yeah. way, James Cameron said that verbatim. <laughs> and then just on, you know, me and Harry just rate like normal people with numbers. I remember you have this elaborate scale. So where does this fall on that elaborate scale of? You have to push your mother down the stairs to go watch this right now to, you know, get to it eventually. Yeah, so here's my skill for this movie. Like, so if it's really bad, it's it, like, it's like, you know, I would say this movie's so bad that you would push your grandmother down the stairs not to watch the film, right? Or would you drop a fucking hairdryer? To kill your mom, to get money out of her purse, to go watch this. Like, goddamn, this rating system's all over the place. But no, can, can we just rate it like normal people? Yeah, Damn, no, no, yeah, that's, what, that's what I've been asking you. Yeah. Oh, um, all right. We'll, we'll give it out of five stars. I would say this movie's a four-star film. For me. Oh God, no. But okay, right. that's your opinion. All right. Can you can I give it three point eight stars? Is that a you thing? can get it? How many ever stars you want? Film right. is subjective. All right, but to me, this film. Now, you guys gotta understand, like, how many but films are you guys watching? I don't, but I don't think seven point five out of ten is bad. It's, it's not. not. Oh, okay, if we're doing ten, okay, if we're gonna use the ten star 
reading. Hey, did he not listen when we were reading it at all? Huh? I don't know. Did he just went in on was... me like 7.5 was so bad. Like It is. It's still it is. an enjoyable this movie, film. This movie's a solid 8. This movie's a oh. solid 8 out of Okay, he went 0.5 higher than I did. Yes, yeah, a solid. I think eight. I gave Shang Chi like an eight to an eight point five, so I can't give this movie no fucking eight. But you say eight. That's your rating for. Okay, that's fair. All right. Um, so that is any closing thoughts on Venom? Let there be carnage, boys. I think that it's gonna be. If they're really going to use this guy, and I hope it's not just Spider-Man um, No Way Home, I, I feel like there's so much they can do with Venom, they can eventually make him the anti-Venom character, which is where he actually joins the Avengers in a few things. So we'll see where they're going. We'll see how big they're going to go with this whole Marvel MC. I think uh, they will. I think Sony I think... merger. Yeah. But, yeah, I am... Um, I think that was the coolest part about it was that ending was, bam. That's what everybody's been saying. Like, is are they going to be in the MCU? And you know Feige's been trying to plan this for years now. I think he had an interview with, um, I don't know if yeah, it was... Yeah, Amy Pat- Pascal, uh, who yeah. is like the Sony, you know, producer person. And I remember this was a few years ago. She let it slip up that, oh, we can't wait to see him in the MCU. And Kevin Feige was like, what? No. And then... Like he made a retractor statement and say like, oh no, I was just, I just met, we're like just excited that they're helping us develop these characters. But you know, that, that, that shows that back then they were already talking about and you know, after the success of the first Venom too. So this was, this was on the way. And then, you know, what is it? Morbius, uh, the Jared Leto movie, I think that's coming out in like January. They've been teasing some sinister six ish stuff because remember, Michael Keaton, they 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 have him as a cameo or something in there, Birdman. Or no, I keep calling him Birdman. Condor. He was the vulture. Vulture. Close the condor. <laughs> no, he's not a hockey team from Bakersfield. Um, <laughs> he, he is. You know that I feel about him. I feel like how you feel about Venom. I think I really liked Venom, like just the character. Whereas, like, I could be less of a shit about Morbius. I don't even want to watch that film. Neither like, do Jared I, Leto honestly. has disappointed me so much in the Joker fucking portrayal that he did. Like, it's like, dude, go fuck yourself, Jared Leto. Like, I don't want to watch you in anything anymore. I don't remember what has what else has Jared Leto made. Yeah, he won an Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, I never saw. It. Yeah, but he's 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 been you know Jared Leto. He's a movie star. He's also. 30 seconds tomorrow, so he's a rock star, and I think he has a cult. So he's got oh, quite shit. a bit he going on. He is in 30 seconds tomorrow. I remember that. Wow. Hmm. Good for him. Good for him. And <laughs> Good um, for that millionaire movie star. <laughs> and he's a great <laughs> looking guy. There, there, there you go again. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say it. <laughs> But thank you, Harry, for. Um, but um, <laughs> um, we we're gonna be making a. I think a. I think the what if season finale just dropped, so that we're just gonna do the whole series, like season one, uh, review of that, 
That episode will be dropping soon. Jess, you didn't see the season finale yet, right? I, I'm not going to lie. I lost interest in What If. I don't know yeah. what it was. It kind of like, eh, it was cool, but I was probably so like we the pro- weaker so out we- of all the Marvel so- Disney stuff. So we probably the weakest link. So we well, probably we might not. Huh? No, no, we'll do it. I've seen. I saw. Didn't I've you promise the people you were gonna do this while you were on a train? I promised the people a lot of things, bro. That train yeah. hit somebody, didn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, that. That was train a trip you had, man. Wow. I mean, like I've taken Amtrak plenty of times. Never have the eye. What are the, the odds that guess gets on an Amtrak and it hits? And then if fucking somebody gets ran over. That's what? just. That's, That's pure luck right there. But, I attract chaos, boys. <laughs> but of one thing that we are definitely making an episode about. Squid Games. Squid yes. Games. Squid Games, man. Wild. And Harry, you actually, like, I think you might have been one of the first people that I heard about it from. I think my wife vaguely mentioned it to me. She's like, there's this show. And then I was like, okay. And then I remember Harry was like, I remember I asked you guys, like, have you guys heard of it? You're like, Harry, you oh, I've already seen it all. So <laughs> I, I just wrapped up episode four. I'm still actively going through it, and I am hooked. I am binging through it. So in the next. It's only nine episodes. Yeah, and in the next week or two, we will have our Squid Games review. There's quite a bit more movies coming out. I think the new 007 comes out. Halloween Kills. I think that's already out, isn't it? 007. Like, I don't know why. It's the same film. It's the same bullshit. (laughs) But every time they give me, like, I saw that trailer and I was like, oh, shit. James Bond just killed a bunch of people with car guns. I've seen this before. And I was like, I don't care, but it's car guns. The car guns are cool. The past three seven, like the, the the past three 007 movies have been about like him quitting and then coming back. <laughs> it feels like I remember Skyfall was amazing, but then I didn't watch. I think the recent one that came out after that one, it wasn't too well like acclaimed, and you know that that it, it is. It's it's a franchise. Like we all keep going back to it, and hopefully this new one will be good. So what I'm trying to say is we're gonna have plenty of you know, movie reviews and stuff like that coming out here in the next few weeks. And we are going to make some more episodes like the past two, Speaking which crazy franchises. Halloween's coming back. Halloween kills. They finally had a good idea. Hey, why don't we all just get together and try to kill this guy? I know. Like 20 years later, let's stop taking Michael on one by one. Let's just all get together and kill Michael Myers. And kill Michael Myers. We'll see how that ends up for them. Hey, Halloween's around the corner, boys. And any closing thoughts before we sign off for this this episode on Venom? Let there be kind of a boring movie, Carnage. Hey, hey, hey! All right, okay, hey, no, I wasn't boring, hey, man. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, it was hey. not a boring film. Okay. Hey. I think kind of. I rated this "Kill Your Mother" with a <laughs> hair dryer while she's in the bathtub. Like why? Well, why do I need a, to do this? To that's, go a, that's, this that, that's like an eight out of ten on his scale. It's like, hey, what did what did Jess rate it? Uh, he said, it's a kill he your said mother. It, yeah, he said, kill your mother with a hair dryer. Like, what does that have to do with movie? That's a, that's the rating system he goes off. He's of. like, I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna plug an iron in and put it in the bathtub. <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, what's a ten for him? It's like, you don't want to know. You, 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 oh, it gets dark. Yeah. Um,
And he says the name. He says the movie name, guys. Come on. He says the title of the movie in the film. Come on. That so this automatically like bumps it up. So this doesn't. Woody I remember Harrelson the. says, "Let there be carnage." At one point, and that's the name of the movie. Come on. That I know. I know. For you, that is a big thing. You've brought that up in the past, but. So this doesn't fall. I know. I know you give like the MCU shows and some of the MCU movie shit on this. Like this doesn't fall under the hey, the bad guy has pretty much the same superpowers or similar to the good guy. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna be biased here. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's he's like a psycho venom man. He's like. Carnage, come on, dog. Okay. Okay. I think I'm the red. He's red. He's red. That's the red one. That's the red one. Totally I think I don't know why, guys. I'm just being a little bit harder on this film, but you know, hey, go and there check is this like out. a little bit of an uh, a little bit of an Easter egg. Like he crushes a spider at one point. Yeah, so <laughs> I was like, ah, <laughs> puts that on the postcard and mails it to Eddie Brock. So he knows his address. But he knows then, everything about Eddie. He knows Eddie's background. He knows that Eddie was abused as a kid. He really likes Eddie. He's in jail. He has a lot of time on his hands. Yeah, he he just, he's got so much time on his hands. He's just like drawing on the walls of the locations of the places of the bodies that he buried. Buried him. It's like, hey, Detective Mulligan, go look in the guy's cell. <laughs> you <laughs> deaf bastard. No, there. <laughs> In hindsight, that was he was not very good at his job. <laughs> awesome! All right, guys, um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know, uh, I know there was a little bit of a gap in between the last episode and this one, but um, you know, it's a free show, so I'll deal with it. And um, you know, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please rate review. You boys, do you guys know we're a five star podcast? Are we? We are a five star podcast. Oh damn! Yeah, I, I wouldn't give us five stars. <laughs> Please rate us five stars. <laughs> uh, rate and review. Um, subscribe and follow us on Twitter, Miles Apart Pod. And until next time, this is Jess Guggen and Harry signing off.